Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Rodolfo Roman of The Roman Show. January 20th, 2016, our second episode of the year. Today, we welcome none other than the WWE Hall of Famer, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, right here on the program to talk about the big event, January 23rd, at the Mikosuke Resort and Gaming, where you will be able to meet a whole long list of legends. This plus much more on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind. GNC. We're going. Tell me Go. We are going. Network. Go. Discovery. Go. Capcom. We're going fly. Launch control. This is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Roman Show. This is January 20th, 2016. My co-host, George Lonzo, is out for this episode. He will be back. Uh, Big sure to follow us on social media at The Roman Show. Uh, follow me personally at RomanDH on Twitter. And like our fan page, that's Facebook.com forward slash Roman Show Media. And make sure to visit our website, theromanshow.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash rromano201, where we will have some great interviews coming up. We were actually in Mexico this past weekend, where we had an opportunity to interview the ultimate fighter, Latin American uh, winner, Eric Montaño. We interviewed him at his gym in Mexico City, along with his coach. Head on over to the YouTube channel. We will be posting up that interview very shortly. Want to also give a special thanks to every single person that tuned in last week's episode. We had a long, long list of listeners that tuned in and heard that interview with Gangrel. So thank you very much for the support and thanks uh, for tuning in and, and spending your time with us that one hour. Really, 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 really means a lot to us. And also special thanks to ACW uh, champion CJ Odoyo, who defeated. Uh, his opponent, Deimos, past weekend in ACW to retain his title. And now we're going to kick off things with MMA Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Well, the big fight is getting already some promotion. Conor McGregor versus Dos Anjos won't happen till March, but the UFC 197 presser took place today. Holy Ham also on board, the champion who faces Misha Tate. And, well, like expected, Conor McGregor was the show. Throwing in his jabs verbally and making a show and lots of entertainment coming from the champion as he faces the lightweight champion Dos Anjos. In the UFC 197 pay-per-view, Conor McGregor calling himself El Chapo when he was at his prime thanks to his clothing he was wearing. But one thing was must be said, Osanya's tried to be as professional as he can and tried to keep his cool, but McGregor just kept on throwing them jabs. 
He didn't. He, he just did not care. In fact, he spoke most of the time, and Dos Anjos barely spoke. It just kept going. So we anticipate a very, very highly promoted fight between Dos Anjos and Conor McGregor. Just a friendly reminder that no matter what, McGregor will still come out as a as a champion because the title that will be on the line is the lightweight, not the featherweight. So if McGregor loses, he still is the featherweight champion. And again, if McGregor wins, he will make history as he will be the first and ever double champion in the UFC. Well, Dominic Cruz was out. He came back, and now he had a shot at his title, and he reclaimed it as he defeated TJ Dillashaw in a very close and exciting fight. Dominic Cruz is now your champion. Dominic Cruz, of course, fighting off some injuries, but the guy looked great in there inside the cage or in the octagon, and he has now retained his title, although TJ Dillashaw's camp is claiming that he was robbed. But And again, Cruz, again, once again, is your champion, reclaiming his title. And we will now see who he will put up his title against. Randy Couture versus Fedor Melianenko. Remember, this is a fight that was supposed to happen many, many, many e- eons ago. Nonetheless, Randy Couture said that, yes, he was presented a deal to fight Fedor Emelianenko in Japan for the big New Year's Eve or New Year's Day event. However, that did not occur. Randy Couture said that, well, you know, just physically... He just he just didn't really wasn't there. You know, it takes a lot a lot of training, a lot of um, action for his body, and at, at his age, the recuperation time is not the same as it used to be. And he just did not want to go through that rigorous training. Remember, Randy Couture now is in his fifties, and to get into that shape, it does take some time and recuperation. He's not the young buck that he once was. And Fedor Emelianenko, of course, he is also making he made his comeback. And Randy Couture did say you know, he was presented the opportunity, but he just decided to not go with it. Now, let me ask you something. Would you have liked to see this Randy Couture versus Fedor Emelianenko? Well, I mean, we're seeing it right now with Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock, two old-timers, two veterans of the sport going at it one-on-one. But do you really want to see guys uh, in their 50s, late 40s go at it and even though they have faced each other maybe like 20 years ago, 10 years ago, would you like to see this fight? At the time, it was a, a dream fight, but would you like to see it in this day, in this day and age? I'd like to get, hear your, your comments on this. You can tweet me at the Roman Show or at Roman DH. I'd like to get your opinion whether you would like to have seen this fight happen, Randy Couture versus Fedor Melianenko. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Again, we invite you to go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash roman 201 Eric Montaño, we interviewed a man, the Mexican in Ciudad de Mexico. We had an opportunity to visit his camp, and, well, it's really quite extraordinary how the sport is making its way into Latin America. In fact, it was just announced that the Ultimate Fighter Latin America will now film in Argentina. So little by little, the sport is making its way inside Latin America. You might never know. Next time around, that might be the Ultimate Fighter Peru or Chile or Central America. But definitely it's picking up waves. And I must tell you, in that camp of uh, Eric Montaño, where his brother also trains, 
the, the guys look great. They look phenomenal. And uh, they were working on their Muay Thai. They were working on their stand-up game, their wrestling. And the guys definitely have what it takes. And you could check out the interview. He goes in and tells us exactly how they train, what is expected in a couple of years from the Mexican or Latin American fighters inside the octagon. We'll be right back after this short little break. And coming up next, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. As George Alonzo joins me in that interview. We'll be right back. Guys, I know how hard it is to work year-round, day-long, week-long. Then you come home and you get all this other stress. Well, let Massages and Space take care of you. That's MassagesandSpace.com. Check them out. They are located in Miami. All you got to do is give them a buzz. They'll treat your body right. And trust me, you'll walk out like brand new. MassagesandSpace.com. Well, January 23rd, we've been talking about it here on The Roman Show. It's going to be exciting here in South Florida and Miami at the Miccosukee Resort. Legends of Wrestling taking place. Get your tickets right now. It's selling out very quickly, and you want to make sure you have that ticket because you're going to have, for one price, an opportunity to meet a ton of big superstar legends under one roof. You can't get any better than that. January 23rd, and then obviously followed by the big event. But the meet and greet starts at 4 p.m. And you can have a long list from folks from Bill Goldberg, Kurt Angle, Coco Beware, and this man right here on the line, Mr. Ricky Steamboat and George Alonzo, my other and my co-host, joining me here for this interview. Ricky, thank you so very much for joining us on The Roman Show. It is a pleasure to speak to you, sir. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to be with you guys and talk with you a little bit about the upcoming show we got coming up on the 23rd. Yes, sir. It's, a, it's definitely something huge, especially here for South Florida, to get all you legends all under one roof. All the, I'm sure all the fans are going to be excited for that. And when it comes to these, these sort of events, Ricky, uh, how, how exciting is it to meet one of these people that saw you back then when you were main eventing and being in these great matches and to, to, to hear the stories, how they felt watching you and how you inspired them? Well, you know, a lot of the, uh, your, your question is directed towards the fans, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, well, you know, um, we're getting into the second and third generation. You know, sometimes, I'll, you know, granddad would come up to me and tell me that he wants me and he has a son there who, you know, might be in his 30s, late 30s, and then they got the grandson there, you know, so, you know, three generations. And, and of course, the little guy, the, the grandson, uh, would would have watched me on the tapes and DVDs and all that kind of stuff and, and became a fan. And uh, it's amazing how through, you know, videos, uh, people are still able to uh, watch legends wrestle when they were in their peak, when they were in their prime back in the day. And um, for me, uh, part of this, uh, I look at it as a way of saying thank you and giving back. And, and I've said that a lot of times on, on interviews such as this, but, but it is true. All those years that the fans came out and bought a ticket to support me and, and, um, and the matches that I was in, it's, it's a way of saying thank you and giving back. And, and in this way, when, when we do these, um, these autograph sessions and get together with all these legends, it actually gives the, the wrestling fan an opportunity to, you know, to come up and, and, um, and talk and, you know, they watched me on TV, but then they had a real chance to meet me. So, but, but these opportunities, as well as all the other guys that are going to be there, too, gives the, the, the fan an opportunity to 
you know, touch feel and, and, and get autographs and take pictures. It's 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 more personal. And, and, and Ricky, of course, there's a whole long list of fans that we expect on January 23rd. But in previous meeting greets, have you ever encountered something very weird from fans? Any stories you want to share? Any something odd that you have come about? Well, you know, nothing's really weird has happened. Um, there are, uh, I would say, uh, you know, when I was younger, but back in the day, some ladies that had crushes on me and uh, remember when I was going to the ring and they would... Oh, they grab my butt, they grab my hair, they pull me down, you know, they try to get kisses and all that. Um, I, I say, I'm sorry, I don't recognize you. Uh, but, you know, back in the 80s and stuff like that, it happened, it happened quite a bit. But now, you know, as you see it now, security is pretty pretty strong, pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, fans had more of an opportunity to do that back then. You know, it's funny you mentioned that about security because late last year we saw these uh, fans who were doing inappropriate things. But back in the 80s, it, it seems like things like that did not happen. I, first thing I could just say, I could think about straight on my head, is someone threw an object at Roman Reigns when he was in the ring. What, what do you think is going on nowadays with, with fans? It's just they're getting it, they want to be more in the action, and people back then respected more of, of the sport or the wrestler, the athletes? Well, you know, um, I don't know if you know this or recall this, but, you know, there was times like uh, both Blackjack Mulligan, um, Ole Anderson, they were stabbed, you know, coming back from the ring. Yes. Um, I, I remember at the Boston Gardens in Boston, Massachusetts, they used to have a net hanging over the ring because people were always throwing stuff. And um, one time the net got so filled with, uh, with with bottles, I guess little pint bottles and, you know, the fan, um drinking pint bottles and threw it and they're all collected in the middle of the, the net and somebody threw a bottle and, and it smashed all the glass and then they had glass all over the rain. You know? Um, there, was, there was a, I think, back in, you know, in the 60s and 70s and the 80s, there was, there was more physicality from the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, more, more times, they never happened in my match. Um, but I, I know stories, and I have only seen a few times where fans actually got in the ring and tried to jump on the heel, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, got his butt handed to him pretty quick, you know. So, um, you know, managers back then, when, when there were more more guys playing the manager role, and he was outside the ring, there were times when uh, he would get snatched up only because the, the wrestling fans thought of him as a manager and not a wrestler. So they're thinking this guy's not as tough, so they jump on him, but. Shifting gears, last year was a, a pretty, a, a lot of unfortunate news we received, the loss of Dusty Rhodes, uh, and then of course most recently we had Roddy Roddy Piper, which you shared a lot of experiences yeah. with. Uh, any any great stories, and, and what was the last time that you spoke to, to, the, to Mr. Piper? Oh, I would probably say, uh, I'm going to say a year ago, you know, um, you know, I, I would I would see him at the WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. You know, the WWE with with us guys that are in the in the Hall of Fame or the Legends role, um, the company would would bring all of us together for WrestleMania. Uh, we would be there for um, the Hall of Fame night, and um, and I would always see Roddy there over the 
you know, the number of times, the last half a dozen times or so at, at WrestleMania. And, you know, always very cordial. You know, Roddy was a good guy. I mean, a, a good guy. I mean, he played his role on TV and, and as a wrestler, you know, as a, as a smart aleck guy. Uh, he had the gift of gab. He could talk. Uh, he performed well in the ring and always would work real hard. But but out of the ring, he was, to me, he was always just a really good guy. You know, I've been in the business for, golly, uh, celebrating 40 years. Wow. And uh, I could I could probably count on both hands how many guys that, you know, that if, if, I, got, if I had a problem or got into trouble that, you know, uh, give him a phone call and if I needed some help in some way but you know uh, Piper would be on my list Arn Anderson would be on my list you know um, he's a good guy and speaking about Hall of Famers what are your thoughts there's some Hall of Famers out there that, that have taken their ring and uh, and put it online for sale What what is your take on that is this disrespectful well you gotta look at the situation and the circumstance you know, uh, I feel I feel bad for the guys. You know, whoever it is, um, they, you know, they must need some money, maybe medical expenses. You know, a lot of guys as they get older, their hips and their backs and their knees, and of course, not being able to afford hospitalization insurance and so forth and so on. Um, but if they're just selling it just 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 to get some money so they can get, go buy a car. Or something like that. I, I I find that very very disrespectful. You know, people ask me um, what was one of the most memorable moments in my career in 20 years of active wrestling, and all the notoriety that I got when I worked with uh, Randy Savage at WrestleMania three, and, and uh, then Rick Flair, and then all the guys like Jake Roberts and Don Morocco, and you know the list goes on and on and on. Um, but a memorable moment for me was the night I got inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2009. Um, I, I looked at it that, you know, I've done everything in my career. I've been a world champion and, uh, you know, and, and recognized around the world. And, and to get that ring and be inducted in, and be uh, recognized uh, in the class to be a Hall of Famer, that was, that was a big moment for me. Very, very big moment. Gotcha. We're, we're speaking to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, WWE Hall of Famer, who will be at the Legends of Wrestling event January 23rd at the Mikosuke Resort. Get your tickets right now. George? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, uh, basically, uh, I'm Mr. Steamboat. Uh, thank you so very much, first off, uh, for giving us, uh, sharing some time with us here on the show. Uh, huge fan. Would we'll never forget your, your battle with Randy. As a matter of fact, would we'll never forget your story against... Uh, Randy Savage back in WrestleMania 3. Um, to this day, of course, everyone still remembers it as one of the best matches of WrestleMania history. But uh, basically what I wanted to, to ask, um, to start off with asking here, the buzz is going around in the wrestling world uh, about, you know, the Bullet Club and, and Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, signing with the WWE possibly. Uh, you being a former WWE trainer, uh, what do you feel? How do you feel these men can impact the WWE or the current state of the WWE? How do you feel their impact uh, would be? Well, I think it would be good. You know, it'll it'll add some uh, international flavor. You know, to the company. Uh, 
that's why everybody that you see participating develops their own character so that it sets them aside from everybody else. And in this case, adding some international flavor will, will certainly uh, set them aside from um, everybody else. You know, you, when, you, when you go to Barnum and Bailey Three Ring Circus, they got three three rings and they got three different things going on. You know, if they just had one ring and one thing going on and it was the same thing over and over and over, they, they wouldn't sell any tickets. So, um, starting with, with wrestlers and then going on to, to the divas and you're going on to the ring announcers that are there at ringside, you know, everybody has their own niche and their own, their own character. And this just keeps adding more and more, you know, to the flavors of the company. And do you mind sharing an opinion because also on this? Because, you know, there, there's also been a lot of stories in the wrestling world or the wrestling community uh, about, like, how the uh, Monday Night Raw ratings has been, like, hurting lately. Uh, like, apparently the, the ratings have been getting lower and lower. What do you feel like has to be done in order to save Monday Night Raw, if, any, if anything? Well, you know, my answer to that is this. I was told a long time ago, and I was told this through a uh, promoter by the name of Jim Crockett. Is that name familiar to you? Of course. Yeah, very familiar. Yeah, Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. And, um, and and this is coming from him. And I knew nothing about it. But um, if this helps answer your question, he said our business runs in five-year cycles. You have five very strong years, and then you're going to have five low years. And then it, it'll build back up to where then yeah, you're, you're riding the crest of the wave and you got five good years. So it's, it's running in five-year cycles. So to help answer your question, I just believe right now we're in, we're in that part of the cycle where it's down. Oh, got but, it. yep, and, um, you know, it happens a lot in other sports, you know, um, whether it be NASCAR, you know, they had a, they had a run there where uh, attendance at, at all of their big uh, super speedways were way down, and it's coming back up. And a lot of it has, to, a lot of it also has to do with uh, they brought a, they've got a bunch of new talent, and you know your uh, Seth Rollins, uh, your Roman Reigns, you know Dre Wyatt, and then of course it takes time to, to to really get them up to let's say the caliber of Undertaker, yeah. John Mike. Triple H, you know, and then when, you know, back in my time, it was me and Ric Flair and Randy Savage, you know. So you've got a whole stable of new guys that they're building, and they're doing a great job doing that. And also the business that no matter really what you do, you might be in a cycle on a downward spiral, but then it'll, it'll, it'll start climbing back up. So if that helps you out with bringing in new guys and building them and establishing um, household names, and of course we, oh, I guess in the last five years we've had a number of our what I call the uh, cream of the crop, the the golden the golden corral guys, especially the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and the Triple H's and the list of guys, you know. So with those spots being opened up. New spots filling them in, new guys filling in those spots, and then of course we're the company's building them. So, you know, it's a combination of being in that cycle and also at the same time, you know, we had a number of top top company guys, and that now we're we're building new ones. 
Yep. And and trust me, this is a if you you know obviously with your great uh great advice, of course, you know obviously they, they, I hope they know this that now is the best time to show off their stuff, you know, to to reach for that brass ring, like Mr. McMahon uh, has always said. Uh, he said it at the Stone Cold podcast. He even says it during his uh, his gimmicks on on TV. Always grab that brass ring. Now, with you mentioning these talents, here's my last question. Uh, I don't want to take up more time, uh, much more of your time. Uh, basically, uh, mentioning all those talents makes me want to ask this question, Mr. Steamboat. You stepped out of retirement uh, one last time when you stepped out to face Chris Jericho in, on a Monday Night Raw, if I'm correct, uh, and even on a pay-per-view in that Three Legends versus him uh, handicap match. Uh, right. Is there any talent, any talent you would say currently on the main roster right now that you would say, I would step out of retirement to face him right now? Well, you know, um, that, that, that was a, that was a surprise to me. Let me get back real quick. That's just a surprise to me, you know, when found out that the three of us were going to be in, uh, at WrestleMania 25. And, uh, Vince just wanted to do that because the three of us were at the very first WrestleMania, you know, Jimmy Snook and, 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 and Piper. Um, I always stayed in pretty close to ring shape. Uh, I was working in the ring with the guys a lot. And, um, you know, fortunately, fortunately I've been blessed to where my knees were good and my back was good, you know, my hips and, and shoulders and, and, uh, and, and still, you know, could do a lot of what I used to do when I was a lot younger. Um, but, uh, I don't know if I'll ever get back in the ring again because about five years ago I got thrown down real hard and I ended up with a brain aneurysm, which is a bleed. And, um, the fatality rate for what I had was about 60%. In other words, six out of 10 don't make it. And, and it's only because over the years, the, the, the number of times that my head's been traumatized with the G-forces of being thrown down and all that. So I don't yeah. think I'll be getting, getting into the ring. But with, to help answer your question, yeah. um, <laughs> on, my, on, on my wish list, um, a guy that I would have loved to have been able to work with when he, and in his prime and me in my prime has always been Shawn Michaels. And, uh, what a, yeah, I would have loved to, both of us in our, in tip top shape would have loved to have been able to be featured on, uh, WrestleMania. That would have been an amazing match, too, I would have to say. Yeah. Uh, I've always enjoyed, uh, Sean's work and, um, and his timing and his psychology. And, um, yeah, he was, he was one of the, another guy would have been Triple H. Would have loved to have been able to, uh, you know, and I did hook up with Triple H when Triple H was very, very young. And this is back in the WCW days, back in the early 90s. But he was just coming into the business at the time, and um, we just had a TV match, maybe five or six or seven minutes. But um, there's another guy that's got a, is, uh, that is going to be good for the company, a great hit on the shoulders, and um, a guy that I would have been uh, loved to work with, you know, yeah, uh, and when both of us were in our prime. And, and Ricky, uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, George. No, like for some uh, for some reason, the first thing that popped into my head, uh, Mr. Steamboat, when you said uh, Shawn Michaels, was his WrestleMania 12 entrance uh, when he was coming down from the top rafter on the on that um I, I don't know what they call it uh oh, shoot um like a, word. Like a zip line like a cable. 
Yeah, that, that cable. Yeah. 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 I for some reason the first thing that pops in my head is him doing that entrance and then you coming down uh, from the Raptors in your your dragon dragon wings uh blowing fire. I'm like, oh my god, the entrances on this on that match phenomenal. Yeah. And then the next thing is is would would us two guys be able to follow that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I, I've got I've got the picture in my mind right now as you, as you were describing it. And what, <laughs> yeah, what a grand intro that would have been. Are you no, going to have that type of entrance on January twenty third, or <laughs> <laughs> might as well? <laughs> Ricky, final question here: You you shared some time with CM Punk and uh, mentoring him and so forth. What do, what are your thoughts on him in, in MMA and? Um, what do you think uh, his his outcome is going to be in this sport in mixed martial arts? And are, are you going to see his first fight in MMA? Um, did you ask if I'm going to be able to see it? No. Will you, will you see it? Will you see the CM Punk fight when he makes his debut inside the octagon? Well, if they, you know, if it's televised, I, I certainly uh, would be interested in it. You know, and that it just. Um, it just depends on, on on how well he is trained for for that that style of sport. Uh, I've always thought that he was always in great cardio shape, but uh, you know a lot of that is all, all the submission holds that you've got to learn how to do, and you've got to do all that stuff out of second nature. You just can't you know stop and take a moment and say, okay, we step number one is this, step number two is that. You got to just so you've got to be that good. Um, I've watched, uh, and I enjoy watching MMA. And over the years, the talent that is just, you know, from the way it was 10 years ago to the, to now, you know, you've got to be versatile in all aspects of that, that type of uh, fighting, whether it be ground attack, you know, boxing, kicking, you know, wrestling. Uh, you know, all your top guys are, are very well-rounded in, in all of that, you know, jiu-jitsu and all that kind of stuff. So, um you know, it just it, it comes down to it is how well has he prepared. Would you have given MMA a shot back in the day? You know, I, I wouldn't say no, but to, honestly, I I don't know. Um, I was a pretty good amateur back in the day, and um, you know, I'm, I'm just talking at a high school level. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was. Um, uh, what do they say? Uh, my coaches, they, 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 they always say that Ricky, you're you're very coachable. You pick things up. So, you know, once again, how successful I would have been is how well did I prepare for it? Yeah, that's the major deal there. Well, Ricky, I want to thank you so very much, and everyone tuning in, you'll be able to meet face to face, one on one, meet and greet at the Legends of Wrestling event, January twenty third at the Mikasuki Resort inside the Dome. I'm excited, and, and Ricky, uh, I'm sure you're excited as well to meet all the folks down here. Well, you know, it's going to be a pleasure to be there and rub elbows to some of the old fans that used to watch me back in the day. Um, let me let me say this real quick. I, sure. I, I, I always wear my Hall of Fame ring, mm-hmm. and what I do a lot with people, people that any of the fans that want to take a picture, I, I take it off, I put it on their, their hand, on their finger, and we'll take a picture. So they have an opportunity to take a picture with Ricky Steamboat and also wear... Uh, my Hall of Fame ring at the same time, and and, uh, and I look at it to this. It's going to be a great memory for for the wrestling fan. That is absolutely awesome, Ricky, the Steamboat Dragon WWE yeah. Hall of Famer. Thank you very much for your time, 
and can't wait to see you down here in just a few days at January 23rd in the Mikusuki uh, Resort inside the Dome for the Legends of Wrestling, Ricky the, the Dragon yeah. Steamboat, and a whole long list of others. Hey, you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it, and look forward to seeing you down there. Will do. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Steamboat. Okay, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Guys, I know how hard it is to work year-round, day-long, week-long. Then you come home and you get all this other stress. Well, let Massages in Space take care of you. That's massagesinspace.com. Check them out. They are located in Miami. All you got to do is give them a buzz. They'll treat your body right. And trust me, you'll walk out like brand new. Massagesinspace.com. Well, there you have it, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat opening up, giving his opinion on these wrestlers who have or are selling their Hall of Fame rings. Moving forward, we are now going to talk in the segment of Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. The Royal Rumble is this weekend. The pay-per-view that pretty much sets the pace for WrestleMania. And it started off with a first ever. First time ever this has happened in WrestleMania or in Royal Rumble history. Where the champion gets to defend his title in the Rumble. So the champion Roman Reigns will put his title on the line and battle all 29 men. And what makes it even more exciting, he's the number one Entrance. That means he will be there from the beginning and he has to put his title on the line. There are many rumors, there are many speculations as far as who is going to be victorious. I will give you my prediction. Controversial win by Roman Reigns sets up a rematch from last year's WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in Fastlane and then I can tell you what's going to happen after that in WrestleMania. But we'll have to stay and see. But that is, that is my prediction. That is what I am predicting. Roman Reigns reclaims the title, sets up a match between him and Lesnar at Fastlane as the WWE is trying to get Fastlane to be a very, very important pay-per-view, not just one of these washed-up pay-per-views. They want something to be very meaningful to set up WrestleMania. Speaking of which, WWE is going to be in Florida all this week, starting off, of course, with the Rumble on Sunday, then in Mon- with Monday Night Raw in Miami. And then over in Tampa, in SmackDown. And this is one thing that those in Florida will get to see. I am talking about the rumored... The rumored, rumored... Because again, this has not been set in stone. Nothing has been signed. But it does seem that AJ Styles, the former TNA champion, the New Japan Pro Wrestler... Uh, wrestling star and champion, the Bullet Club member, and a top indie performer, AJ Styles, will be making his debut, perhaps, in the Rumble, some way, somehow, or on Monday Night Raw, or SmackDown. He is officially, there's lots of talk that this man is supposed to be in either Raw or, or rather, both Raw and SmackDown. And possibly making his debut on Monday Night Raw on Royal Rumble. We don't know as of this yet. 
still we have to wait and see. But it would be quite interesting to see AJ Styles inside the Rumble. It will be a New Japan Pro Wrestling invasion in the Rumble. Really cool to see. Really cool to see. We'd have to wait and see what's going to happen. Tune in to the WWE Network this Sunday and catch the Royal Rumble live. And there's another rumored performer who the WWE is about to sign, allegedly. Another former TNA champion, we are talking about Austin Aries, is allegedly in talks with the WWE to make his NXT debut. He's another person making his way in, another top indie talent. Of course, this is not written in stone, but this is something that will be very interesting as these guys are making their way in the WWE somehow, some way. I'm going to talk to you about Lucha Libre because I had the opportunity of head over to Ciudad de Mexico, Mexico City, and visit the Cathedral of Lucha Libre. We're talking about Arena Mexico or Arena Mexico, where I got to see the opportunity of seeing great talent like Super Crazy, Super Crazy battled in uh, in a match along with the Shocker. Um, also Rush, uh, El Toro Blanco, the White uh, Bull. They were all performing in the Lucha Libre Cathedral of Ciudad de Mexico, in Ciudad de Mexico, Arena Mexico. And what a great, great talent. I, I, I just can't describe how cool of a feeling it is to be inside that arena where people like the Blue Diamond wrestled, Silvanetrico, uh, La Parca, the list goes on and on. And I got to see the promotion CMLL. And I must say that it, it was something very different. If you have an opportunity, head on over to Mexico. Very cheap, very affordable. And you can some, watch some Lucha Libre. Definitely completely different than what you see here in the States. But absolutely amazing talent. The crowd is in it. They take it more religiously, uh, more seriously. And they really get into it. It almost seems like you are at, a, at, a, at an American football game here in the States. But quite an amazing experience. We have some pictures. We have some videos you can check out for yourself on our Facebook page and see it for yourselves and feel a little bit of the experience of what it is to be in a Lucha Libre uh, match or event, especially in Ciudad de Mexico in Arena Mexico. And outside they sell all types of Mexican luchador masks from El Santo, El Hijo del Santo, uh, Rey Mysterio, and so much more. Uh, it's literally like a flea market, uh, professional wrestling merchandise outside of the arena. Really great stuff. You can check out more information on the Facebook page as far as the experience that it is in the Lucha Libre world in Mexico. Well, that pretty much wraps up this episode of the Roman Show. I'd like to give you again a special thank you for tuning in last week and watch and hearing our Gangrel uh, interview. Coming up soon, we will be welcoming at the Gates singer, Thomas, who will be coming out to Fort Lauderdale at the Revolution Live venue, February 9th. Also, Anthony Rumble Johnson, who will be competing in the upcoming UFC event. He will be on the program to talk about his fight and how his fight could probably, once again, land him a shot at the title. This plus much more on The Roman Show, and again, we will see you January 23rd at the Mikasuki Resort and Gaming, where the Nasty Boys, Bill Goldberg, Chavo Guerrero, uh, I, there's so many people that are going to be there. It's really overwhelming. Scott Steiner, uh, 
Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, and I'm not even reading this. I'm just telling you off the top of my head. But what a great, amazing event you can expect this Saturday, January 23rd. Think about it, the day before Royal Rumble. You can come out here to the Miami, uh, in Miami, Mikosuke Resort and Gaming. Check out the event. Enjoy uh, some time with the wrestlers. Grab some drinks. And then get ready for the Rumble next day, Sunday. And then you got Monday Night Raw Monday. You can't beat that. So we will look forward to watching you and catching you in person at this weekend's Legends of Wrestling event. Tickets are already on sale. You can visit the RomanShow.com for information. We will see you out there. With that, I leave you till the next episode. This has been your host, Rodolfo Roman. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. This is The Roman Show.